St. Augustine was walking down the seashore one day. Up ahead in the distance, he saw a little boy. The little boy was running from a point on the beach down to the shoreline and back again. As St. Augustine drew nearer, and he could see a little more clearly, and he got within earshot of the boy, he saw that the little boy had a shell in his hand. And he was taking that shell, scooping it into the vast ocean, and running back to a little hole that he had dug in the sand and pouring the seawater in. Augustine approached the little boy and he said, little boy, what are you doing? The little boy paused and looked at him and he said, I'm going to take that ocean and I'm going to take this shell and I'm going to move the ocean into this hole that I've dug, the whole ocean into this little hole. Augustine said, that's folly. You'll never be able to do that. The ocean won't fit in that little hole. The little boy looked him in the eyes and said, so it is with you attempting to comprehend the fullness of God and the majesty and the mystery of the Most Holy Trinity. What a lesson in humility this must have been for St. Augustine. In fact, the little boy at the very end said that the, the subject matter could not fit into his little intellect. As we know, uh, St. Augustine had quite the intellect, so, but it was a moment of, of humility probably for Augustine to realize that he didn't have to figure out the little details about the Trinity all the way. In fact, later on, he told us the wise words, if you understand him, then it is not God. Meaning that we can never fully as human beings comprehend and get our head around the mysteries that is Almighty God, that is the most holy Trinity. But the Holy Trinity has made sure that we know the most important part about the Holy Trinity's nature, and that's love, brothers and sisters. Yes, we worship a God that is family. Our God is family. Our God, as 1 John tells us, is love. He doesn't just love people. He isn't just the most loving. He doesn't just show love. He is love. He is the very essence of love. So much so that back in the, in the book of Genesis, when the, the God of, of three persons said, let us make man in our image, right there we got the first hint that there was more going on than just one God there. And if God was love before anything was created way back then, before there was anything else in the world, well then it stood to reason that to be love, there must have been something to love. And certainly there was. Within our beautiful triune God, there was the circulation of love. There was God the Father. There was God the Son. Then there was God the Holy Spirit, which transferred that beautiful love inside the Trinity. And what came of that? Creation. Life. Sound familiar? Certainly. Because the families that we as imperfect human beings strive to put together and assemble and cherish and treasure are nothing but a model of the Holy Trinity. We come together as families in love, and that love circulates between two people, and creation and life takes place, comes forth, of that, comes forth from that love. So certainly our families are a model of the Most Holy Trinity, and we certainly strive and do our best to, to, to make that so as much as possible. Um, so we can see that this was so important to God that he tried throughout history so many times to put in place a covenant with the human race, 
um, a covenant making us true sons of God. Just as Paul referred to in the second reading today, St. Paul, he said, we're no longer slaves. He's like, we're not going to fall back into slavery. He's like, we are sons of God. We call God Abba or Daddy. That's the relationship that we have with God and how beautiful. We see that God attempted a, a covenant relationship to make family with Adam. God attempted a covenant relationship to make family with Abraham. He attempted a covenant relationship with King David to make family. And it never was perfectly conceived because of the failure of the human race, because of our imperfection. So God took it one step further. He wanted us to be a part of that love, a part of that family so much, so much that he became incarnate. He became God, man on earth. God became man on earth to show us the way to, to, to forge that family bond in a way that it could, could never be broken, could never fail. So he did that for us. How beautiful, what a beautiful thing that we get to tap into, that we get, we, we are constantly welcomed and invited into the love, into the life that is the family and the Holy Trinity. What a beautiful, beautiful thing. And you know, here in the church, the last, I think the last, well, the last three weeks and the next week, what a wonderful stretch of liturgy. You know, we, a couple, a few weeks ago, we celebrated the Ascension where Jesus, just as today, gave that proclamation to go and make disciples of people of all the nations, and he ascended into heaven. But we're family. He didn't leave us orphans. He promised his apostles, I will not leave you orphans. I'm sending the Holy Spirit. I'm sending your best friend, your advocate. So on Pentecost, we celebrated the coming of the Holy Spirit and how it forged and consecrated our church and, our, and, and further deepened our relationship with God through the sacraments. How beautiful. And then today, we get the opportunity to take a deep dive into the Holy Trinity and really ponder the, 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 the beauty of the Trinity and what it means in that familial relationship and the love that it gives, the, the love that we try to model. And then next week, we celebrate Corpus Christi, or the most holy body and blood of Jesus Christ. And what an important aspect there, because Brothers and sisters, every time we come together and every time we present ourselves at the altar and we receive the Holy Eucharist into our bodies, we are, we are accepting the most intimate of invitations to participate in the love and the life of the Most Holy Trinity. How beautiful is that, that we have that at our disposal? And in the wisdom of our community here at St. Margaret Mary, led by Father Walsh and, and, and many, um, it was determined that today, was a prime day to discuss discipleship. And discipleship, so this is Discipleship Sunday for, for this month, and today it is truly about making disciples, perhaps the most important part. And we, we ponder that commission to go out and make disciples of people of all the world, all the nations. And when we look around, don't we see a world that desperately needs it? Of course, we see when we, all we have to do is turn on the news to see the conflict in the world today, to see the disagreements, the anger, the, the division. And you know, regardless of where we stand on subjects, we can probably all agree that even with people that we don't see eye to eye on, whether it be religious items, political items, whatever the case is, every person in this world has an inherent need to, be, to feel loved to feel accepted, to feel a part of a family, because God put that on our hearts, brothers and sisters. We have the Trinity, we have the family of the Trinity in our hearts, 
the love of the Trinity. So all of these people, the world is desperately, desperately looking for that. And they try, to, they try it in, in many different ways to, to join clubs, to cheer for sports teams together, to, to join religions, to join political parties and activism groups and so on and so on. People are looking for camaraderie, they're looking for family, they're looking for acceptance, they're looking for love. We have that love right here in this room. You can feel it. You can feel the Holy Spirit in this community. It's beautiful. Think, just look at the gift that we have to come together and receive the Eucharist to love one another. And so, you know, when we think about that, it can be a daunting task to consider packing up your bags and going to the ends of the earth to make disciples. That may not be the calling for each and every one of us. But one thing we can do for certain is we can begin right here in this room. We can love one another. We can be unified with one another. We can lift one another up. We can let the love of the Trinity, of this beautiful family in Christ that we have here together, circulate and create new life, meaning new disciples. Because if we do that, the discipleship and going to the ends of the earth, that will take care of itself. The best way to, to take Christ, to take this invitation into the most holy Trinity to people is, is by showing them something that they want. So let's have love, Let, let's, let's love one another and lift one another up and make each other better disciples here in this community. And certainly the next step will be for that call to, to go out of this room and into the ends of the earth. And people will see a beautiful thing that they so desperately need. And don't we want everybody to have what we have? So, in conclusion, um, I'd like to recite a very, very complicated but most powerful prayer. It will help us in our disciple-making, um, it will help us in every single aspect of our life. And if we have time and if we can re remember how to, how to say this prayer and go through the steps, the more we do it, let's try to do it so many times a day, we'll do it now. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.